the prophets. Feeling lost? Don't know where to turn. Need a breakthrough? Well, it's here, my friend. Welcome to the prophets. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. Alrighty, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning on live here. Uh, some of you guys, uh, would you push the share button up at the right hand corner? If you're logging on your mobile phones, push it up the right hand corner. Um, I want to, uh, clarify something tonight. Um, let's see, I want to clarify something tonight, guys. And I know that a lot of you, um, don't realize this, but I want to clarify something tonight. Okay. God is about to do something really big. I said, God is about to do something really big. So I need you to participate and share like no other. Okay. I need you to participate and share at the top right-hand corner of your mobile phones, and I need you to participate. And if you're going back to the kingdom, uh, www.thekingdomradio.com, you can go back and listen to this podcast. We will. We are recording these, and I will upload these two for Miracle Night and Friday. I usually do on Friday night. So uh, you can also give to the $7,000 debt cancellation those people that didn't make it on the pod beam live you can go to the debt cancellation debt cancellation you can sew there you can sew with Venmo. we're on venmo venmo v-e-n-m-o venmo we're on venmo at god saving ministries you can also go to the Cash App. We're on Cash App, God Saving Ministries. You can sow there to this $7,000 debt cancellation. God spoke to me. I'm standing on it. I believe what he tells me. And if you sow into it, and if you believe God spoke to me, when you sow unto this, God will cancel your debt. Okay? He will. He will. All right. Uh, don't forget your miracle waters. Uh, water, uh, we got it here in the studios here in Blue Ridge. Um, also, guys, do not forget to sign up on our email list. You'll know when these things are, you'll know when the profits are coming on Friday night, Wednesday night. You'll know when other things are coming up. We're uh, doing weekly uh, um, email list. So just check your emails. And uh, my wife does the uh, Miracle Night. Uh, she'll be sending you a devotion or whatever, but you'll get information in there too, updates on the ministry, what whatnot. So uh, our book is coming out soon. We're just about launching it. We got another book coming up sooner or later. Um, the book is going to be about um, she's naked, but she's not ashamed. Good book, guys. Go on Amazon. You can purchase it on there on Amazon. Um, thank Books and Noble, too. But I will share links with you. You just go to our website. You can find all the information you need there. But anyways, guys, let's go on. Hey, Clinton Building, how you doing live on here? Thank you for tuning in, brother. 
Um, but anyways, uh, let's, let's carry on to what God, uh, has for us tonight. And I, we're, 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 we love diving in the word of God because the word of God becomes living when the spirit of God becomes alive. But tonight I want to talk about being right with God, being right with God. How do we get right with God? I know we've been taught, we've been taught to get right with God as far as, uh, we got to get our stuff straight. We got to, we got to live a holy life, which the Bible does say, be you holy as I'm holy. Jesus said, let your light so shine before man. In Matthew five sixteen. let your light shine before man that they may see the good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. But where does it start to make yourself right with God? Is it in the works? Because faith without works is dead. Okay. If we don't believe in something, then we won't be like something, right? So here's what I'm, I, I know a lot of people has been teaching you, you know, if you get right with God, live a holy life, and, and you're right with God. That's not necessarily true. I know we've been taught that. I know we've been instructed that, but I'm going to show you a different way tonight to, 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 to get right with God. I'm going to show you a way that even when you make mistakes, God is still your friend. I'm going to show you a way where when you make mistakes or, or when you fail and, and you repent, then God is still your friend and he's still with you and he's still got the same anointing, same favor on your life. That never changes. I'm going to show you tonight that you're not justified by your works, but you're justified by your faith. What did he say? The just shall live what? By their works? No, 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 no. It shall live by their faith. But he said, you show me your works and I'll show you my faith. See, works and faith has to work together. So I'm saying? So that's why he demonstrated. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine before man. What did he mean by light? Light is something that illuminates darkness. And darkness is manifested through their deeds, okay? Uh, lying, cheating, stealing. But how are we justified by our works or are we justified by our faith? Because he goes on and says, the just shall live by faith. See, you've got to believe in something before it becomes part of you. See, you must believe in something. When you believe in something, you'll put your whole heart into it. Come on. A lot of us don't believe, and that's why we're never putting our heart into it. We put half of our heart because we think God is a Santa Claus. We think, we think God is just a, a, a imaginary Easter bunny. That's what we think. And we believe we put our works in and all that stuff more than we do God and Jesus and the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to show you, this is going to get kind of interesting, uh, and it's about your belief. It's about your belief. It's about your belief. So here's here's what I'm going to show you tonight, guys. I'm going to show you in God's Word, we're, uh, Luke chapter 24, and I love God's Word because God word, God's Word illuminates something. And if you'll just listen to what I got to say tonight, it'll change your life. 
So are we justified by being a liar or a cheater or a stealer? Or no, 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 we're not justified by that first. You got to understand, you must believe first. Because the scriptures say, this is what it says. This is what scripture says. In Romans 4, 2 through 6 says, For Abraham was justified by works, for he was <coughs> justified by works. He has wherefore to glory, but not before God. Listen to what I'm saying here. In Romans chapter 4, 2 through 6, For Abraham were justified by works, he has wherefore to glory but not before God. See, he can glory in himself because he has works, but he can't glory before God. For what saith the scripture, Abraham believed, past tense, believed God, and it was counted unto him what? For righteousness. Guys, God is not asking you to repent for his change in your ways. He's asking you to believe first. I'm going to show you. And a lot of people's not changing because they don't believe. They don't truly believe. I'm telling you, a lot of people say, well, I believe in the Lord. I believe in the Lord. No, you don't. No, you don't. If you believed in the Lord, then why are you still doing the things that you're doing? Now, let's go to the passage here in Luke 24. And I'm not going to read all this, and this is a long passage right here in Luke 24. This is where uh, they found Jesus, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sketch over this right quick. I'm not, not going to read it word from word, but you can do your homework, and you can study this yourself. In Matthew chapter 24, it talks about they rode the stone away, they met Jesus, they entered into, and they was trying to find the body where Jesus was dead. When the angels come up to them, and this is what they said, why do you seek the living among the dead? And I'm sketching over this. You can go read it yourself. And the two men stood at the angels signing garments, and they were afraid and bowed down to the earth. So angels told them, why do you seek the living among the dead? Jesus told you earlier that when he died, he's going to rise three days later. And see what I'm saying? They didn't believe. If they believed, they wouldn't have went back to the, back to the tomb looking for him in the tomb. My God. But see, the problem with the body of Christ, it's not, oh, can I get right with God? No, it's their belief system. See, people say they truly believe in God, but I tr I, I'll tell you this tonight. They truly don't believe in God. They don't. They say it with their mouth, but their action is not showing that they truly believe in God. You know why I'm on here tonight? You know why I do what I do? Do you know why I do this ministry? Because I believe that there's a God in heaven. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross. And the Bible says, if you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. See, that's what Romans teaches us. If you believe in your heart, if you confess with your mouth, but believe in your heart that Jesus Christ was rose from the dead, you shall be saved. But the problem with people is, is they doubt God way too much. They don't think he's real. They don't. 
They say with their mouth, but their actions don't show anything. Now watch this. I'll show you something else. In the scripture in Luke 24, it also talks about these two fellows that went to seek Jesus, and the angel said, why do you seek the living from the dead? So otherwise they doubted that what Jesus told them earlier, and that's what the angel said, Jesus told you earlier before he died this was going to happen. But they didn't believe. You're always going to go back to dead things. My God, who am I talking to tonight? You're always going to go back to dead things when you don't believe. You're always going to go back to dead relationships when you don't believe. You're always going to go back to dead things that you know God is no longer a part of when you don't believe. You'll never receive what God has for you as long as you're living in doubt and unbelief. You never will. And that's why they would seek the living among the dead. They didn't believe what Jesus Christ had told them. So he goes ahead of them. See, you're far back in the past because you don't believe what God has told you. My God, who am I talking to tonight? Listen, you don't believe what God has told you. Listen, I believe what he's told me, and I'm going to stand on it. I'm not going to waver one bit. And that's what made Abraham right with God. When God spoke to him, he stood on it. He stood on it. He didn't waver. I'm telling you guys, it's about your belief system. It's not about it's not about how perfect you are. It's about how much you believe what God tells you. Listen what he says. In Luke chapter 24, it goes on and tells Mary Magdalene they 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 was uh, they went on and went on and and seek the living among the dead. Jesus went up before them. Now I'm gonna show you something here. I'm gonna show you something. It says uh, in, in, in 25 here, Luke 25, verse 25, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all the prophets have spoken. Are not Christ to have suffered these things and entered into his glory? Watch this. I'm going to show you something else right here, guys. In 36, and I'm just sketching over this. You can go back and read this whole chapter of Luke 24. It's very interesting. In, in 36, and this, these things spoke Jesus himself, stood in the midst of them and saying unto them, Peace be unto you. 37, but they were terrified and frightened and supposed that had seen a spirit and he said to them, why are you troubled? Why, why do you thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and feet, that it is myself, handle me, see that for, for a spirit has not flesh and bones, as you see me have. I'm going to say this one more time, guys. Jesus is not a spirit. He has a flesh just like you do. But the only difference is he don't have no blood. 
He don't have blood like you and me. Why? Because it was shed out on Calvary. My God. It was the lamb that was shed out on Calvary. This guy did not have no blood. Listen, blood cannot enter into heaven, guys, but flesh can. Blood can't. Why can't the blood enter into heaven? Because the blood was a sacrifice. Why do you think when people die, I'm going to show you something. Why do you think when people die, they suck the blood out? Come on. Because you don't need blood in heaven. Yes, flesh will go to heaven. I know in Corinthians it said no flesh and blood will enter the kingdom of heaven, but let me tell y'all something. I don't care what you say. This is scripture right here in Luke chapter 24, verse, verse 38. He was showing himself to the disciples. It is myself. Handle me. He's telling them, touch my hands. See that if I'm not a spirit, but flesh and bones, as you see me, I have. He had flesh and bones, folks. God raised his body from that grave. But I still think people don't believe. They say they believe with their mouth, but their actions do not show any belief. Because of, I'm going to tell you all something. If God walked in your house tonight and looked at you face to face, would you believe? See, we don't have a sin problem. We have a belief problem. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you ever see him face to face like I have, I'm telling you, life will change. You'll never be the same. You'll never forget it either. See, I've seen him face to face. I've seen I've seen the Lord's eyes in the sky. I've seen it in my flesh. It wasn't in the spirit or or I've dreamed about it. No, 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 no. I saw it riding down the road. I saw it with my eyes and it blowed me. It it, it startled my mind because I have not seen anything like that in my whole entire life. I saw Jesus in my dreams now. That was real too. Behold my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Handle me. See for a spirit hath not flesh and bones. See, a spirit don't have flesh and bones. A spirit just is a spirit. It don't have flesh and bones. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell you something. Blood gives us oxygen. Listen, watch, watch what I'm saying right here. Blood gives us life in our body. But when we're in heaven, we don't need blood. Why? Because it was already shedded on the earth. When Cain and Abel, watch this, watch this. I'm going to show you how, how much blood is life. The blood that's in you right now is life. It's what's keeping you alive. The blood that was shed with Cain and Abel. Watch this. How did God knew that his brother slew Abel 
because of the blood. He said, your blood crieth out to me. There's life still in the blood. In your blood too. Let me tell you something. Gut an animal. Let it bleed to death. It'll die. Or you think it died. It'll go to heaven, but listen, when God sheds blood, there's life in your blood. God put that blood there for that. My God. You'll get that later on. I said you'll get it later on. You will get it later on. I said you will get it later on. But listen, listen, I want I want to share something with you guys. I want to share something with you guys. In Matthew chapter 24, people do not believe in God. They don't believe in God. I'm going to tell you how much I believe in God because I know that he watches me at night. I, sometimes I wake up at night and I see him at the foot of my bed. He watches me at night. I know it does. He's that real. Sometimes when I get in my truck riding down the road, I feel him when I start worshiping in him. You know, I can feel his spirit. He's that real to me. But see, the problem with Christianity today is, is because we do not believe. We worried about getting our works right. Well, Lord, you know, I need to repent and quit cussing, Blake God. No, you need to believe. You need to believe that he is that he is. You need to believe that God is who he said he is. If God can heal yesterday, he can heal today. If God can part a Red Sea, he can do it today. He never changes. He never changes. Our problem is it's not a sin problem. Our problem is is a belief problem. Oh, we say we believe. But the Bible says in Romans, Paul stated that whoever believeth, if you confess with your mouth, but believe in your heart that Jesus Christ was rose from the dead. You can't just get it with your confession, baby. You got to believe. You got to believe that he is who he said that he is. I'm going to tell you how you test that you're in the faith, that you believe that God is. I've had manifestations happen in my life. I've saw Jesus face to face. I'm telling y'all, he has baby blue eyes. Baby ocean blue eyes, prettiest eyes you ever seen in your life. And I looked at him, and when he was looking at me in my dream, when he took me out of my body, he took me out of my body in 1999. He took me out of my body, and as I walked outside of that house, and he looked at me, and, and it's like his illumination, when he looked at me, he looked right through my soul. He every, he knew every thought that I ever thought in my whole entire life come before my eyes. I mean, it's like it's like he knew all about my past, my present. He knew everything. Just by looking at me. And my thoughts getting to wonder. I was like, Lord, why am I worthy to even look at? And it's like I can't explain it to you guys. That's how real he is. But we truly don't believe. We say we believe. 
We say we believe. Oh, I believe, Jason. Oh, you got to understand something. I believe. But do you truly believe? Because, number one, if you did, then you would walk around trying to build a relationship with God. You'd walk every, every morning. It wouldn't be a hard task for you to get in God's word. It wouldn't be a hard task to you to start praying and talking to him like a friend. See, the Bible says uh, uh, they they prophesied in his name. They casted out devils in his name. But see, don't get caught so caught up in the gifts and don't get caught up in the prophecies. Don't get caught up in the works of the Holy Ghost that you forget the relationship that you need to start developing because Jesus said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. And I don't want him to tell me that. Because the biggest thing is God is trying to tell us tonight is we need to believe. And I'm going to tell you something, how, how much people shows me they believe in Santa Claus more than they do God. I'm going to tell you something. They go out and buy all the little Santa stuff and all the Santa hats. and, they, and it, You know, it, it's... It's real phenomenal. We we add works to our belief because we put it to faith. We have more Santa stuff around our house than we do God and Jesus stuff. Really, I'm serious. I'm going to tell you what Santa is, guys. If you mix the words up, it spells Satan. That's what it is. Satan. Satan. Santa will sit here to distract you from the real truth. That's why I don't do Santa in my house. I don't. Else, yeah, maybe. But I don't do Santa. I don't. I would rather. Now, I'm not so particular about a tree. I like a tree. I don't think a tree distracts me from the real meaning of Christmas. But Santa does. Think about it, guys. If you believe in Santa, he'll come to your house. Come on. I ain't believing in no Santa. I'm believing in Jesus Christ because I want him to come to my house. See, he wants to come to your house. He wants to manifest himself to you the same way he manifested in, in Luke chapter 24. He wants to manifest himself to you tonight, right now, right here on this podcast. He wants to manifest himself to you. He wants to make himself real. There's a lady on here tonight. I'm telling you, we've seen her at the Waffle House. There's a lady on here tonight. God manifested himself right there to them in that Waffle House. My God, I didn't even know these people. And the Holy Spirit just began to read their book and manifested himself to make himself real to them. And you know what? These people, they about, they about hit the ground. You know why? Because God stepped on the scene. Not me, but God stepped on the scene and he wanted to manifest himself to them. See, God is real. He is so real that that, that it's, un, it's, it's unreal how he, he makes himself real to us. I've saw God. I've saw God and I've saw Jesus and I've saw the Holy Ghost. I saw all three of the Trinity. Oh, Jason, you didn't see God. The Bible says in Exodus, if, if a man sees God, he shall not live. Let me tell y'all something. We're in a New Testament. We're in a New Dispensation. We're in a New Testament. We can look at God now, and God can look at us because the blood was shed. Oh, it's, it's Jesus God. No, Jesus is not God. He come and died for us so we can be reconciled back to the Father. 
And I'm not going to get on that tonight, but that, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother teaching that people don't believe that Father God wants a relationship with you. It's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Listen, don't get it. No, God, Jesus is not God. Well, the Word became flesh and become flesh and dwelt among man. Let me tell y'all something. Yeah, but he sits at the right hand of the Father, but if he sits in two different seats, that don't mean he's two two different people, but the same person because he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. God loves y'all so much. You don't, you don't, there's nothing in this world can fathom how much God loves you. The Bible says God so loved you that he gave his only, his only son. That means he gave his all to you. And we have problem tithing. We have problem giving to these ministries that's trying to spread the gospel on these last days. I'm going to tell you something, guys. I'm telling you, we are reaching people worldwide. We're fixing to go live on Facebook, live on, on YouTube. I'm telling you, God is expanding our borders. And, and guys, when you sow to this stuff, when you give to this stuff, you're telling God, God, I want this message out. And we're not in the, you know, most people say, oh, Jason, you just want cameras and no, 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 no. I want to get the message out to people. I want to, I want them to experience what I experienced in 1999 when God took me out of my body. He took me out of my body and I saw Jesus Christ. I'm telling you guys, I did. I saw him face to face. And then when, uh, uh, maybe a year ago, I was riding down the road in an 18-wheeler, and I saw God's eyes looking at me. That's how real he is, guys. And a lot of you had not experienced these things, but that's okay. It don't mean that God don't want to manifest himself to you. God wants you to see him. He wants to make himself real to you. Is anybody out there tonight hearing what I'm saying tonight and what God is trying to tell us tonight? Listen, he wants to make himself real to you. He, listen, in, in, in chapter Luke 24, and that's what he says in verse 44, said unto them, these are the words which I spoke unto you. While I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled. It's written by the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. Now, I'm, I'm going to read this last part right here in 46, Luke 24, 46, and said, said unto them, that is written and beloved Christ to suffer, to raise from the dead in the third day, and that repentance and remissions of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem, and witnesses, and you are witness of these things. And behold, I sent a promise of my Father upon you. You tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you're endued with power that's on high. What is he talking about that power? That's the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is real too, guys. I'm telling you, there's the three in the gen there's three in the Trinity. The Father, 
the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost, whatever you want to call him. He's called all things in the Bible. That's okay. They're real, guys. They're real. Now listen to what he says in Galatians chapter uh, uh, 2.16. I'm going to show you by your works you're not justified. Just because you cuss and you're trying to stop cussing. See, that's not what justifies you. What justifies you is your belief. How much do you believe in God? And I'm fixing to write a book. Uh, I'm getting done with my book now. Uh, She's naked, but she's not ashamed. That's going to be out soon, guys. Uh, We're just about finished with that book. It's going to be on Amazon. Uh, Also, too, um, we're going to we got another book coming up called Levels of Faith. Levels of Faith. That's a good book. You need to get your hands on that one. Knowing that a man, listen, Galatians chapter two sixteen. Knowing that a man is not justified by his works of the law. See, I'm trying to tell y'all, you're not justified. Oh, I quit cussing today. So, so big deal. But by faith of Jesus Christ, see, it's about your belief system. Even have believed in Jesus Christ. Listen to what he says right here. That we might be justified by faith of the Lord Jesus Christ, not by our works of the law. Oh, I'm a good person, Jason. I stopped cussing and I, I stopped smoking and I, I stopped this. Well, you know what? Whoop did he do? You're not justified by God. You're justified by yourself. What justifies you to God is when God speaks to you something and you believe it. What justified Mary? Watch this. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you something tonight. What justified Mary? I'm talking about Mary, the mother of Jesus. What justified her, guys? It was not her works because she was a virgin. Come on. Oh, God chose that virgin because she never slept with a man. No, 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 no. Even man found something wrong with that. When she began to have a kid out of wedlock, they thought she had sex with a man. No, no, no. They thought she committed adultery with No, 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 no. That just goes to show you we're not justified by the way we live. We're justified because we believe in God. Because I'm going to tell you all something. When you truly have an encounter with him, when you truly have a manifestation with him, it'll change your life. You'll never be the same again, I promise you. Listen to what he says in Galatians chapter 2.16. Knowing that a man is not justified by his works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even when he believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by faith. See, you weren't justified by your works. You was justified by your faith in him. My God, this is good, guys. Not by your works of law, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. So see, you can say, well, you know, I never committed adultery. I don't do none of that. That's not going to justify you. What justifies you is building a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what's going to justify you. You got to understand, he's not looking for your perfection. 
I'm going to give you this. Y'all ready? He's not looking for your perfection. He's looking for your belief. He's looking for your, your willingness. He's looking for, Lord, send me, I'll go. Lord, I go preach the gospel. What do you want to preach? Lord, I go share you. I go share you with the world. Listen, when's the last time you wore a T-shirt that says, do you know Jesus? When's the last time you hung on a card? When's the last time you talked to somebody about Jesus Christ? When's the last time you told somebody, hey, do you know Jesus? When's the last time have you done that? That shows you how much you believe. When you start sharing your faith with someone else, and we don't do this at all because I see Christians go to church and they never share their faith with anyone. They never share their faith with no one. I ain't talking about sharing this, the prophet show or or miracle night we have on here. I'm not talking about that, guys, even though it helps to share this and, and, and continue to share it. Help us get this word out. Help us get this gospel out. Help us get this gospel out to make Jesus real to someone else. Listen, we got to get this gospel out. And you know what's slowing the end of time? People say, well, we're living in the end of time. Let me tell you something. The end will not come. I'm going to tell you why it will not come yet. Because it's left up to the church to get the gospel out. Why did, why, I'm going to show you something. Reinhardt Bunky, he got the gospel out. Uh, um, Billy Graham, why do you think Billy Graham was so on fire to get the gospel out? Listen, the gospel is easy. One, two, three. All you got to do is believe. <laughs> if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, but you got to believe first. Confession ain't going to do you no good if you don't believe. But the end of the world will not come until the gospel is preached until the, all the ends of the world. And it's not being preached right now. It's not. It's not being shared. It's not. And I, Listen, you don't have to be a Reinhardt Bunker or a Billy Graham or a God Saving Ministries or a Prophet Jason. You don't have to be that. You just got to be you and you got to share him to the world. That's what you got to do. You got to say, hey, do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? How about you? Do you know him? I'm going to show you something. He wants to make himself real. Do you understand that? He wants to make himself real to you just like he did in Luke chapter 24. Read it yourself. Read that whole passage. I dare you. Go home and study Luke chapter 24 where they went to the tomb and he said, why do you seek the living among the dead? And Jesus was showing them his body and everything. He wants to manifest himself to you tonight. He longs to. He longs to make himself real to you every day. He's real, guys. He's real. I'm telling you, he's real. And you know what's so funny about it? We're going to see him coming back on them clouds one day. Oh, yes, we will. We'll see him coming back on them clouds. And my God, we'll see him. And you know what? He'll be in the flesh just like you're in the flesh. And he's going to come back on them clouds. And we're going to be caught up in the clouds with him. And I'm telling you, we're going to go home, guys. I'm telling you, the end is just about near. But I'm going to tell you something. The end will not come because the Gospel must be preached. And of course, the enemy's trying to 
slow it down by telling people, oh, don't give to that ministry. Let me tell you something. I wouldn't even be at my job today if people would obey God in their tithes and offerings. Why? Because I got to live too. Paul was an apostle. Uh, Paul was a missionary, but Paul had to live off of faith. And, and you know what? I'm, I'm just going to go a little bit step further. He had to depend on the church to, to provide him provision to do God's will. He did. Some people are called to work a job, but some people are called for full-time ministry. But it's up to the people to provide meat in God's house. Malachi chapter 3, read it. You have robbed me with your tithes and your offerings. And see, that's another belief people don't don't believe. Well, well, Brother Jason, I don't understand why you're so blessed. I don't understand why God keeps blessing you with with Harley Davidsons and new trucks and new houses and cars. I'm going to tell you something. Well, you must be getting it all from them people in the ministry. No, 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 sir. Let me tell you something. I give more to this ministry than anybody does. And I promise you this, you, my wife can testify to our ties going the, the, the ministry the first time we get our own check and the 10% goes in there, and that's another belief system. People say, I believe in God. If you believe in God, then you'll start doing what the Bible tells you to do. Oh, we're going a step further tonight. We're we, 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 we getting high with God now. See, see, we talked about belief in God. Oh, I believe in God, Jason. But Jesus said, well, you say you believe in me, but you do not the things that I tell you to do. I tell people all the time, are you a tither? No, no, no. You don't truly believe, do you? You don't truly believe in him. You don't truly trust him that he can that he can take your finances and wrap them up inside out. I promise you he can. I've been a tither for years and I can promise you this. I've never seen a day of lack. You can ask my wife. I've never seen a day of lack. I've lived in this house for going on five years now and we have not missed one bill. We have not missed one bill. We've not been late. Matter of fact, we got we got money rolling over. Come on. I know because I'm a giver. I've been giving for years. Have I been tested? Oh, yeah. There's been times that I had to give anyways, and I didn't see no way to give. But you know what? I will never rob God. I will never rob him. Because every morning I wake up, I know who gives me strength. I know he gives me strength to, and you know what? If you if you're not a tither, you need to pray about being one. You need to pray about being one, Lord. I'm going to give you ten percent of all my income, whatever I get. It's yours, Lord. I'm not going to rob you from this day forward. See, guys, if we do the things that he tells us to do, and the Word tells us to do, that means we believe. And see, that's where we start lining up with God. We become right with God. When we believe. It's been good tonight, guys. It's been good. It's been good. It's been good. So, my challenge to you tonight is Luke chapter 24. Read it. And read what Jesus was demonstrating to them when he was trying to prove himself to them. 
See, people don't do what God's word says because they don't truly believe. Paul said, don't be a hearer of God's word, but be a what? Doer. Don't just hear the word, do it. When it says, forgive your brother, forgive him. Come on. When Proverbs says that a man that is lazy shall see poverty, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands, Proverbs says, and then poverty will hit you like a bandit. What is that saying? That is saying a lazy man will never prosper. That means God wants you to work, right? He don't want you to be lazy. I've never, I told my wife the other day, I've seen jobs out here galore now hiring. Nobody wants to work. And poverty's about to hit them like a bandit. I don't know about you. That's why me and my wife's blessed too. We don't only give to the ministry, but we get up in the morning and we work. God will bless the fruits of your hand if you'll put your hand to do something. But he will never bless a lazy person that's going to sit there and fold their hands and say, Lord, bless me. He said, I'm not going to bless you till you put your hands to something. My God, my God, this was good. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something, guys. It's been wonderful tonight. It's been wonderful, and I thank all you guys on here on the live podcast tonight for being on here. We sure do appreciate it. And like I say, if you want to go back and hear these recordings, it's on. Uh, we got two websites: GodSaveMinistries.com and the TheKingdomRadio.com. You can TheKingdomRadio.com. You can go on there and uh, go to all these live podcasts. Also, too, guys, you can go on. Uh, we are working on this app. It's probably still up. I'm not sure. Uh, you can go on Google or Android and, uh, no, Google, and you can go to, um, or Apple, whatever you got, whatever phone you got, you can download our um, uh, radio radio station, The Kingdom Radio. You can download that and listen to preaching and singing 24-7. Um, don't forget, guys, we are having... Uh, we're having a thing up in Phil of the Woods in March 26th of 2022. We're having a bike show up there. All the bikers are welcome. Uh, we're trying to schedule two bands up there. Uh, we're going to have preaching outdoors. We're, we're going to try to, uh, uh, we're going to be selling uh, soup and stuff, and you can buy some soup. All proceeds go to Phil of the Woods. Um, that place has been a blessing to me as a kid. Um but it's like 30 minutes from us. It's in Murphy, North Carolina. Anyways, I want you guys to be a part of it. March 20, uh, I think it's uh, 26, 2020, So it's this coming year. So, um, Anyways, guys, if uh, you, you can go to the Kingdom, uh, Kingdom, the Kingdom, Kingdom Network TV on YouTube, and uh, we're uh, streaming live on there now on Wednesday night. So, Anyways, guys, thank you so much for coming on tonight. That's all I have, guys. But listen, really, we're justified by, we're not justified by our works. We're justified by our belief in God. So I'm saying? So Abraham was right with God not because, you know, he was perfect or anything. It's because he believed in God. 
God told him something, he just believed it. And he loved God so much that he took his own son up, Isaac, and he sacrificed. So it's in your belief system. But anyways, guys, I want to give you a chance to sow tonight. You uh, you can go to uh, uh, the Cash App if you got a Cash App dollar sign God Saving Ministries. I always give a chance to people to sow. You know, let me tell you why. Because Paul said in Philippians chapter four, read it yourself. Paul Paul said, "I'm going to give you an opportunity, an opportunity to sow." So God's not get, trying to get something from you. He's trying to get something to you. So when you sow, God's trying to get you a blessing. You know what I'm saying? So it's better to give than receive. God, in the Bible says, give and it shall be given back to you, pressed down, right, shaken, running over. So I'm going to give you a chance to sow tonight. If God lays it on your heart to sow, you can go to godsavingministries.com forward slash forward slash partnership, or you can go to the VMO. We got a Venmo account. You can go on there at God Saving Ministries as well and cash out a dollar sign, God Saving Ministries. I'm going to give you a chance to sow tonight and be obedient. Listen to God. If he's telling you to sow tonight, it's, it's because he's got a harvest in mind for you. And I'm not a money preacher. I'm not I'm not just preaching for money, guys. I could cure less. I've had a church in Bremen, Georgia, and I'm, I'm going to tell you what I told them. I said, look, I'm not going to sit around and lick y'all's hind end because you pay tithes here. I, I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it for your soul. So, you know, I, I'm not in it because God keeps blessing this ministry, and, I, and he's already provided what we needed. We got cameras for the studio. He just keeps providing. And if he leads on my heart, and like I say, this uh, Riding Holy with God, this outreach we're doing with a motorcycle ministry, you know, he's provided the patches for the shirts. He's provided the, you know, he provided the Harley too, $21,000 Harley. You know, God is good. He, he just amazes me sometimes. Just amazes me. And Hannah, we appreciate you being on here tonight. We met this... Uh, Beautiful couple um, in Blue Ridge at the Waffle House. Beautiful couple. Um, but anyways, thank you guys. Thank you so much for being on tonight. Listen, if you want to go back to re this recording, you can go back to uh, www.thekingdomradio.com. Uh, you can go on and download the app and listen to our radio station, thekingdomradio.com. Not .com, the Kingdom Radio. I'm sorry. Uh, that's our radio station, 24-hour radio station. Uh, okay, guys, y'all have a wonderful weekend. Hope all is well. Uh, get on our email list. We are sending out email lists. You won't miss an event. Um, my wife does uh, encouraging words, everything. So, All right, guys, thank you so very much. God bless y'all. Y'all be safe out there, and God bless all of y'all. Name.